Okay, so please come to your comfortable cross-legged seated position, perhaps up on some padding. Find your seat, find your breath, find your way into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next 90 minutes of yoga practice. Rest your palms on your thighs, face down if you'd like a more grounding effect, face up if you need a more energizing effect, if you're still a little bit sleepy this morning. Deep breath in through your nostrils and a single breath out through your mouth. Soften the expression on your face, allowing your forehead to become broad, cheeks slack, eyelids heavy, jaw soft, throat open. Relax your feet, ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into your sits bones, left and right evenly. And visualize roots growing from your lower body into the floor, extending yourself. Visualize those roots growing strongly, deeply through the floor and into the earth below the building. Do you have any feelings this morning that you are holding on to that you really don't need to hold on to? Any tension? Any frustration? Can you begin to let that melt away, be released through this system of roots and just absorbed by the earth, sent down through the deep layers of the earth's earth's surface down into that fiery core. Allow any negativity to be burned up there. Let it go. And then draw from the earth. Energy, positivity, fullness. Lift up out of your waistline. Grow tall through your spine. Pull your shoulders up towards your ears to actively lengthen the sides of your body and then loop your shoulder blades strongly onto your back. As your shoulder blades draw in at the back of your heart, now allow your forearms to sink towards the floor, bringing down your shoulder blades. Heart is open. Heart is radiant. Tuck your chin parallel to the floor. Ease the sides of your neck back to actively lengthen the back of your neck. Lift through the crown of your head. And one last piece here. Bring a tone to your upper abdomen, drawing front lower ribs in and back. Maintain this shape. Feel the cool air of the room Cross your skin. And you can imagine the edges of your being softening. So there's not a clear or hard distinction between you and the world around you. Now turn your attention to the breath breathing in and out through your nostrils and slowly beginning to cultivate a deep breath pattern. 
recognizing the initial limitations of your breath, the limitations to the capacity of your lungs. And at the top of each inhale, inviting more air in. At the bottom of each exhale, allowing additional time for more air to escape your body. And in this gradual, mindful way, beginning to expand the capacity of your lungs. And as you focus on this expansion, try to focus this expansion in all directions. So not only is the front of the body filling as you inhale, but you're creating space between the side ribs, along the back side of the ribs. Breath becomes visible not only from a frontwards perspective, but if I were to view you from behind, I could see each inhale as it lifts your chest, as it lengthens your spine, as it fills your back body. And as you move into your exhale, try to keep that fullness. Don't allow yourself to collapse, but keep your inner body bright as you create that sense of once again rooting to the earth with each exhalation. Begin Ujjayi Pranayama here if you'd like by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. Find refuge in your breath. So consider that your breath is your constant companion throughout your day, throughout your practice, throughout your entire life. You can always use the breath as a tool to bring you back to the present. participating in your breath, if you're observing your breath, and you are bringing yourself back to the now. Also, work at acceptance here. Consider that whatever blocks you might be experiencing in your breath, whatever limitations, that's all right. That's exactly where you are and where you need to be today. We work from where we are. Let's breathe together through three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama. So wherever you're at with your breathing, begin to exhale. And we'll inhale together for the slow count of five. Beginning one, two, three, four, five. Fill, hold, feel expansive. And exhale for five, four, three, two, one, emptying your lungs. Again, one, two, 
three, four, five, fill and hold. And exhale with control, five, four, three, two, and one. Last biggest breath in together. One, two, three, four, five, hold at the top, and exhale slowly. Five, four, three, two, and one. Empty your lungs and resume your breath as you're ready. Bring your palms together in front of your heart as you press your palms lightly together, widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones. We'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra OM three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual sounds together. Exhale and inhale for OM. Bow your head to your heart, then release palms to thighs, slowly lift your head and open your eyes. Okay, take any padding off to the side and come to the top of your mat into a single position. Spread fingers and palms, set wrists below your shoulders, knees hip width distance apart. Inhale, belly and chest move down, as tailbone and gaze lift into Cow pose, exhale as you round. Tuck chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button moves to the sky in cat. And continue with the pace of your own breath. Using the full extent of your inhalation to come to the peak expression of your cow, as well as the full course of your exhale to come to the peak roundedness of your spine in cat. So creating slowly more range of motion in your spine, more range of motion in the shoulders and hips as you move from internal to external rotation of those joints. Always a great opportunity to check in here, considering that every time you come to your mat, your body is a new place, a changed landscape. Our body is changing just as the world, the world around us changes with the seasons, with our internal, um, our internal cycles. And then inhale back to a neutral spine, turning the inner elbows forward, shoulders away from the ears, lower ribs in and back. We're gonna start out pretty early today with our push-ups. So put, tuck your toes under and send your hips up and back for downward facing dog. 
So as you all know, we, I like to give you a little rest and down dog as we move through our push-ups. Today we're going to do two sets of five. So from down dog, shift forward into a plank position. If you need to, scoot your feet back any bit. And as you come down, exhale, bending your elbows back. If your belly or hips sag, come to your knees. Inhale, push up. And exhale, hips lead you up and back either into a down dog or a child's pose. Inhale to come forward, number two. Exhale, slowly lower down. Keeping shoulders, hips, and knees in a line. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips up and back. Again, inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips up and back, downward facing dog. Again, two more. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, hips up and back, downward facing dog. Last one, best one. First set, inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press. Exhale, hips up and back, downward facing dog. Look to the front of your mat and just lunge your right foot forward to create a long stride. Knee over heel. Chest reaching forward, shoulders pulling away from your ears. Right thigh melts, parallels the floor as your back inner thigh lifts. Back leg long and strong. Find your breath here. Soften your face. And with an exhale, send your hips back. Round your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, forehead towards your knees, point your right toes, and inhale back to your lunge. And move with your breath here. Exhale, hips move back, spine rounds, and inhale forward. Continue to move with your own breath, just juicing up the hips, marrying movement and breath. And then plant your left palm on the floor as you come forward once again to your lunge, right hand to your right thigh, and begin to shift your left ribs towards your right inner thigh, keeping your back inner thigh lifted, gaze goes up. Once your shoulders are stacked, extend your right arm to the sky. So you can keep your shoulders one on top of the other, or if you'd like, you can start to revolve even more deeply, shifting left outer ribs towards the sky, right outer ribs towards the floor, continuing to uh, bend deeply into that front knee, continuing to lift strongly into your back inner thigh. Hug the sky. And then look down, release back, downward facing dog. Press the hands down and forward with bent knees. Push up and back through the hips for this first one. Keep the knees pretty deeply bent. Head can be heavy. Neck is relaxed, shoulders pull away from the ears. Heart melts forward so the shoulder blades draw together. And then look forward, lunge the left foot forward, same long stride. Lifting up onto fingertips or bald fist if that feels better. Chest pulls the heart forward, shoulders draw back. Left thigh parallel, right inner thigh lifts, strong, straight back leg. 
Hold here for a couple breaths. Soften your face. Relax your jaw. And then with an exhale, hips back. Round your spine. Lengthen along the front of your left ankle. And an inhale again brings you forward. Shoulders roll back. Chest extends. Hips melt. Exhale. Hips move you up and back. And continue to move with your breath. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Notice the effects of trying to marry movement and breath. So I wouldn't say um, grace of movement is um, (laughs) is something that comes naturally to myself. So that's one thing I really have appreciated about yoga over the years is this mindfulness of moving in a way that is kind of integrating the systems of my body. Inhale back to the lunge, right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Keep your legs and hips as they are as you shift your right wrist towards your left thigh, stack your shoulders before extending gaze and left fingertips to the ceiling. And then you can go deeper, wrapping right ribs towards left inner thigh and spinning your left outer ribs back down and towards the floor. Look at that big, beautiful sky above you. I mean, you're really just looking at the ceiling. You can all look over the skylight. Give the sky a hug. And then look down, release down, press back. Downward facing dog. Turn your hands out slightly so the space between your middle and index finger are pointing forward. Again, press your hands down and forward. Lift your hips up and back. And then maybe start to experiment with heels releasing towards the floor as your kneecaps lift. Tempting to eliminate the creases at the fronts of your ankles as you straighten your legs. And now melt your knees to the floor. Take your knees a little wider than hip width distance apart. Grab hold of the outside edges of your mat for an extended puppy dog pose. Push the sides of your mat forward as you reach your hips up and back. Continuously extend your chin and chest forward to eventually bring your chin all the way to the floor. Maybe even someday your sternum touches down. Push through your hands, straighten through your arms, pull your shoulders away from your ears to create a contraction at the back of your heart. Shoulder blades working here as your chest opens and melts. And always check out the backs of the thighs here, the back of the pelvis. Inner upper thighs rolling first towards the back wall and then spreading apart, giving you this sense of broadening across the back of the hips as tailbone lifts towards the sky. If you can imagine a dog doing this, dog's tail is probably wagging very satisfyingly here. And then, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't have dogs. Belly onto your belly, arms at your sides, point to your toes back, straighten your legs. And for this first one, keep your feet hip width distance apart. We're gonna start with cobra pose. Press the tops of your feet into the floor. Tone your legs so much that your kneecaps lift while keeping the front of your pelvis grounded. 
So the pelvis grounds because the tailbone is extending towards the heels and then scooping forward. So you can feel the front of your pelvis pushing down. And then hands beside your lower ribs, fingers and palms spread, elbows point towards the sky and then draw in towards one another at the back of your chest. Shoulders away from your ears. And then slowly peel up, chin and chest lift away from the floor. Don't throw your head back, but keep the sides of your neck long. And then sides of neck starting to move back. Good. Shoulders away from your ears. Shoulder blades strongly, consciously on the back of your chest. Everyone good. Not putting any weight down into the hands just yet. Front of the pelvis rounds, tops of the feet ground. Kneecaps lift off of the floor. Feel that space at the back of your heart. Breathe into it. And then exhale to release. Turn your left cheek to the floor. Shoulders can roll forward. Arms at your sides. Big toes can come and touch if you like. Either way, heels wide apart. Head is heavy. Neck is soft. And transition into this moment of stillness. Use these brief moments to refuel, to reset. Sometimes we only have very brief moments to relax. How fully can you utilize that time? It's funny, it's like a, it's a very passive utilization of the time. So, you know, we want to get things done quickly, but we also are trying to do that by relaxing fully. Okay, chin on the floor. Point your toes, press the tops of your feet down, kneecaps lift, front of the pelvis grounds. Number two, this time going into full cobra pose. Elbows up and in, shoulders away from the ears, and begin to peel, chin and chest away from the floor. As you slowly push into your hands, move into the posture gradually, all the while pulling your elbows in, shoulder blades down your back, front of the pelvis grounds. Kristen, keep, yeah, go a little uh, slower. Elbows stay in and point back. Good. Really nice. Press your feet down so much that your kneecaps lift off of the floor. Yvonne, shoulders away from your ears. Excellent. Good. Sides of neck back gaze starts to go up, lifting through the back of your head. Beautiful. And exhale as you go down. Turn your right cheek to the floor. Head to the arm bones. Roll forward. Heels widen apart. Relax the weight of your head, soften your neck. Those were fantastic, everyone. And chin back to the floor, tuck your toes and press it back to downward facing dog. Press forward through your hands, reach back through your hips, release through your head, and look forward. Inhale, shift forward to plank. Exhale, lower down with control. Push up number one, second set. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips move you up and back. Inhale again, forward. Exhale, come into your knees as necessary to maintain alignment. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips move you up and back. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Lift through the sides of your body. Exhale, hips move you up and back. Two more. Inhale forward. 
exhale to lower. Inhale to push. Exhale, hips lead you up and back. One more, last one, best one. Inhale forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to push. And exhale, hips lead you up and back. Downward facing dog. With an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look to the front of your mat as you lunge your right foot forward. Turn your left heel to the floor. Point your left toes to the top left corner of your mat. Come up, hands on hips first. Melt deeply into your front knee as you shift weight to your right foot heel. Left outer hip wraps forward as left inner thigh pushes towards the wall behind you. Try to square your chest forward. Left outer ribs wrap forward. Tailbone tilts down as your waistline draws back. Arms at your sides, turn your palms forward, roll your shoulders back. Inhale, swing your arms out, up, and overhead. Reach through your fingertips, shoulders away from your ears, weight in that front heel, sink your hips low, wrap your left ribs forward. Excellent. Everyone, go a little deeper into that front knee. Good, good, excellent. And exhale, hands to the floor, press back, downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg lifts, straight up and back, three-legged dog, look forward. And exhale, lunge your left foot forward. Again, setting up for warrior one. Right foot comes a little bit forward. Heel to the floor, right toes to the top right corner of your mat. Hands to your hips. Sink deep into your hips as you wrap your right outer ribs forward. And check out that front foot. I find that all the weight pushes forward in my toes. Try to shift weight back to your heels as you melt your hips more deeply, tailbone anchoring towards the floor. Really nice, Lynn. And, yeah, good, Catherine. Arms at your sides, roll your shoulders forward. Inhale, sweep your arms up. As you reach through your fingertips, draw your shoulders away from your ears. Shoulder blades sliding down the back of your chest. Okay, as you tuck your tailbone down, continue to wrap your right outer ribs forward. Square your hips, square your chest. As your right outer hip wraps, press back through your right inner upper thigh. Weight in the left heel, lift through your waistline, soften your face, relax your jaw. Exhale, fingertips to the floor, press back. Once again, down dog. Push your hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back. And then melt your knees to the floor. Since we're in down dog, let's do our headstand prep a little early today. Interlace your fingers and, and uh, keep a couple inches between your wrists. Forearms press down, shoulders, elbows shoulder width distance apart. Look between your forearms at your mat. Shoulders pull away from your ears, heart melts forward, shoulder blades on the back. Draw your lower ribs in and back to strengthen your core and lengthen your lower spine. Maintain all of these actions. Tuck your toes, lift your hips. Hips press up and back, just like down dog. Forearms press down and forward. Shoulders draw away from your ears. Continue to look forward as you slowly walk your feet, inch by inch, lifting your hips higher into the air. Good. If your shoulders come forward of your ears, then don't walk any further forward. So you want your hips lifting high, working towards that alignment of hips over shoulders in headstand pose. 
Shoulders away from your ears. Heart sinks down, hips lift up, and then knees to the floor. Send your hips back, child's pose, arms forward if you'd like, or arms back, knees together or knees apart, your choice. Just There's many versions of child's pose, just using this posture as a transition out of our headstand prep, slowing down again. And then as you're ready, move into a forward fold, standing forward fold with your feet hip width distance apart. Bend your knees, rest your torso on your thighs as you hang forward, shifting weight to the base of the toes as your heels lighten, as your hips raise high. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps as you let go into Ragdoll pose. Arms can shift gently side to side. Head can nod yes and no. Whatever actions or inaction is best for you to help you to let go here. So yes, the legs are working, but the legs are working thinking about this purpose of release. Using gravity to allow the head, the elbows, the chest to melt deeper towards the floor creating and finding more and more space between each vertebra along the spine. If you'd like also, one thing I like to do is to walk my rib cage one side at a time, a couple times each side down my thighs, creating more space in my lower back and in my torso. So treat this posture, treat every posture as your own. So I just create the sequence. I don't own the poses. <laughs> Nobody owns the poses. You are utilizing the poses to explore your experience, to explore the body that you reside in. Fingertips back to the floor in front of you. And as much as you're able today, begin to straighten your legs, continuing to roll weight forward to the knuckles of your, your toes, the knuckles of your feet, as your outer hips lift, your kneecaps lift. And just like that puppy dog pose, there's a little bit of that sense of inner thighs moving back and apart to broaden across the back side of your pelvis as head now actively draws towards the floor. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Palms come to shins. Straighten your arms as you inhale, chin and chest forward. And exhale slowly. Release forward again, head heavy. With the breath, inhale, come up halfway. And exhale, fold. Let it go. Again, last time, inhale forward, and exhale, let it go. Arms reach out, up, and overhead to bring you all the way up to standing. Stand with arms in the overhead plane as you shift weight towards your heels. As weight shifts towards your heels, lift your kneecaps up. This is also a costume adjustment time. Draw your lower wrists in and back. Reach through your fingertips. 
draw your shoulders away from your ears. Maintain all of that. Take hold of your left wrist with your right hand off so the people, the people across the room from you. Lift out of your left waistline. Lift out of your right waistline. Keep your spine long as you exhale. Slowly crescenting the upper body towards the right. Keeping a long spine lengthening from your left heel, rounding to the floor, through your uh, left fingertips, reaching to the right. So this doesn't need to be an extreme shape. You don't need to bend in half to create sensation, to create space all along the left side. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Bring breath into your left side body. Inhale back to center and switch the grip of your hands. Weight in the heels, kneecaps lifting, chin parallel to the floor. Exhale, upper body to the left, hips releasing to the right. Keep your gaze soft, jaw soft, mind in your body, breath along your right side. And do you need to go deeper or are you, uh, are you exactly where you need to be? Again, the practice is for you. Inhale back to center and arms at your sides. Shake out your arms and then interlace your fingers behind your back. I'm going to try something a little more fluid today for our first back bend. Roll your shoulders back, pulling your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest, elbows, or uh, <laughs> tailbone tucks down, kneecaps up, weight in the heels, straighten your arms. Just turn your gaze to the ceiling, keeping the back of your neck long. And then just sway your chest from side to side as you pull your knuckles towards the floor. Squeezing your shoulder blades very strongly onto your back. Soften your jaw, and as you breathe here, really think about an, an helium balloon inflating at your chest. As you inhale, it inflates. As you exhale, allow it to release higher and higher to the sky. And then release your hands. Head comes up, shoulders roll forward. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, perhaps palms coming to touch at the top. And exhale, gracefully flow forward with your breath, fingertips to the floor, head released. Inhale, palms to shins, weight shifting forward in your feet as you come forward. Exhale, fold again. Inhale, rising with a long breath, arms sweeping out, up and overhead, palms coming to touch at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms at your sides again. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, round slowly, gracefully forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. And exhale, be present with your movement. Inhale, arms reach out, up, and overhead, bringing you all the way to stand. Exhale, palms through heart center, arms on your side. Last time like this. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, twofold. Inhale, moving with breath, extending your spine. And exhale, folding again. Last time, inhale, brings you to standing, arms overhead. And exhale, hands through heart center, and arms at your sides. Now bring feet together, inner heels, Base of the big toes touch. Shift weights to your heels, keeping a very mild, very 
In the seat, which will bend in your knees as you lift into your kneecaps. Roll your shoulders back, gaze forward, chin parallel to the floor. Inhale, arms overhead. Interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs. As you reach through your fingertips, pull your shoulder blades down your back. Grow tall, exhale, upper body shifts to the right. Hips shift to the left. Using your right arm to pull your entire left side longer. Engage your limitations. Your limitation is before that point where you feel pain in the low back. So if you feel pain in the low back, go back through center, lengthen out again, and approach the pose even more slowly. Inhale back to center, switch the interlace of your fingers, opposite thumb in front, and exhale, move into the opposite side. Hips shift right, upper body shifts left, bottom shoulder slightly forward, keeping hips and chest squared to the room, in front of you, weight in the heels, kneecaps lifting all the while, breath and attention in the right side. Inhale back through center, weight in the heels as you begin to tilt your gaze skyward. Again, reach through your arms, shoulders away from your ears, inflate your chest as you inhale. Exhale as you begin to tilt the head back, tilt the arms back, and then slowly move into your upper back. As you move deeper down the spine in this pose, as necessary for you, shift weight continually towards your heels, lift your kneecaps up, ease your hips forward as you begin to look towards the back wall, begin to look down the back wall, point towards the back wall, point down the back wall. Chest lifts, and then chest forward, arms forward, head comes up last, and exhale, arms sweep out and down as you gently, gracefully fold forward, bringing a little bend to your knees. And then you can bend your knees one at a time here, lifting your hips one at a time into the air as the upper body falls forward. Okay, we're going to do our fierce pose um, flow here, coming into the full pose on the first time through but in our usual three-step fashion. Okay, legs straight, hips in the air, fold forward, inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine long. And now exhale as you walk your fingertips back behind your heels. Sit down into your imaginary chair, weight in the heels, weight in the fingertips, and round your spine by tucking chin to chest and pulling the sides of your waistline away from your thighs. Keep your hips low, weight in the heels as you look forward. Reach your arms forward like you're holding a box. And now peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Biceps come back by your ears eventually. Look between your hands as you keep your hips low. Ankles and knees together. Tailbone down, waistline back, chest up for five, four, three, two, one. And fold forward, hips high. Head and hands low. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins. Extend. Exhale, fold. Inhale, arms sweep out, up, and overhead. Exhale, palms through heart center and arms at your sides. One more time. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, brings you forward. Inhale, palms come to shins. Extend your spine. And exhale, as you fold, walk your fingertips behind your heels, sit your hips down low. 
Tuck your chin very briefly, rounding your spine. Keep the round in your lower back as you look forward. Reach your arms forward. Waistline back, part forward. Peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Biceps by your ears. Sink weight into your heels, ankles, and knees together. Hips stay low for five, four, three, two, one, and fold. Hips high, hands to the floor. Head releases. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins. Extend. Exhale and fold. Inhale, arms bring you out, up, overhead. And exhale, palms come to heart center as you close your eyes. Return to your breath. And again, slowing down, resetting, recommitting to your breath. Again, your refuge, your constant companion, your tool to always bring you back to the present. Feel your feet on the floor. And the challenge just of bouncing with your feet together and your eyes closed. And then arms release, gaze into the room. Okay, so we're going to do our headstand now. And then we'll do our uh, standing poses and then we'll be on the floor. Just so you know what's happening. Okay, so if you have a headstand practice, you can always um, you know, align this time up with the proper procedure for you. But um, I'll continue to give my uh, weekly demo of headstand until we're, um, you know, until we're not gonna do headstand anymore. But we're gonna continue our weekly practice of headstand. So we already did our prep and everyone looked great in that. We're just gonna bring that same prep to the wall. Knuckles a couple of inches from the wall, same space between my wrists. Elbows directly below my shoulders, creating that strong triangular base. Okay. Heart melts, shoulders away from my ears, lower ribs in and back. Keep my gaze lifted as I lift my hips up, walk my feet forward. And then when I can't bring my feet any further forward, I'm gonna tuck my chin and just relax my shoulders until I can bring my head to the floor. Back of my head cupped between my wrists. Now forearms down to lift my shoulders, head down to lengthen my neck. Walk my feet any further, bring one heel to my hip, and then use this, the legs still on the floor to kick my hips to the wall. Legs extend up the wall, legs squeeze together, tailbone tucks. Hips move away from the wall, press my head down, press my forearms down, and one at a time experiment with bringing my legs away from the wall. If you'd like, you can experiment with twisting here, keeping the head and forearms at where they are, shifting one hip forward, one hip back, and then coming through center, and then trying the other way. If you'd like to, if you're able to practice this away from the wall and in the middle of the room, as you twist, can bring some semblance of the splits into your twist by bringing the leg down that's of the forward hip and the leg back of the further back hip. So just some options. If you're still working at the wall, bring your hips back to the wall, knees bent, and then come back out the same way you came in. Everyone after practicing your headstand, whatever it looks like today, come to some form of child's pose. Okay, so let's do this. Find a little bit of wall space if you need it. Um, yeah, you can work towards just holding your headstand for a longer period of time. I'll give 
We'll probably have about three minutes today. Interlace to your fingers, elbows, no wider than shoulder width distance apart. Come up into your forearm dog, shoulders away from your ears, heart melting when you can't walk your feet any further forward. Then bring your head down by relaxing your shoulders for a moment. Once your head is down, press down through the crown of your head, lengthen your neck, press down through your forearms, lift your shoulders. And then bring one heel to your hip. Use this leg still on the floor to kick your hips all the way to the wall. So if your knuckles are close to the wall, your hips won't be, won't have that far of a journey. Wow, fantastic, everyone. Good. So once your hips, your hips are at the wall, squeeze your legs together, tuck your tailbone towards your heels to lengthen your low back, and then experiment with one leg coming away from the wall at a time. Good. Really nice to see a bond. <laughs> so um, your head can be a little more tucked. You really have your entire head in the back of your hand. So your head's a little like this. I prefer my head down like this. So instead of being on your forehead, your, uh, your head's touching down more right. here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've seen it done both ways. When I did uh, a lot of the Bikram hot yoga, uh, they instructed headstand with your forehead more on the floor. Um, but they do a lot of uh, they do a lot of questionable neck stuff as far as I'm concerned. So uh, that's not how I teach headstand, but it's one possible way to do it. So if you'd like to do any of those modifications, twisting one hip forward, drawing the other hip back, trying to keep the same long line of your spine, tailbone extending towards the sky as you work into those hip twists. Try to make your movement uh, graceful and slow, maybe holding at your deepest point. Good. And then, um, yeah, as you're ready, as uh, you're ready to come down, come try to get you back to the floor safely, and then come to that child's pose. So, uh, really nice overall uh, progress. Uh, seen in the class in my classes, morning classes. Um, again, my purpose here is to um, introduce this pose week after week, so it's not something that you just encounter once every blue moon, but something you can uh, find some consistency with. And it's going to be true of any uh, challenging uh, posture that. The more you encounter it, the more comfort you find with it, the more strength and flexibility you achieve to um, create a you know, stronger shape. So as you have all taken a little rest here, walk your way back up to seated. You can find yourself in the original orientation in the room. You're gonna want your mat a little, uh, a few, Inches, I mean probably 6 to 12 inches away from the wall for the next sequence of postures. So today I'm going to instruct from the green wall. So uh, turn yourselves 90, degree, 90 degrees on your back. And have your blocks handy. So first we're going to do uh, my, favorite, my favorite pose to practice while pregnant, or one of my two favorite poses. Um, but we're going to start with goddess pose, and then we'll do 
uh, in-depth look at triangle and um, side angle pose. So step your feet about three feet apart, and uh, and as always, um, the distance of this stance will vary for each of us, and you can kind of um, modify it as you get into the pose. So let's start with the hands on the hips today, as we'll be holding this one a little longer. Take the arms out of the equation for a minute. Turn your toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Good. Roll your shoulders back. Draw your lower ribs in. And then look down as you begin to bend your knees. Bend your knees in the direction of your toes. And then as you go deeper, eventually bringing the pelvis to the height of the knees, walk your heels so that they stay below your knees. And then make sure you can see the big toes at the inseams of your knees. So draw your upper body back, lengthen your tailbone down, and extend through your inner thighs. Contract through your outer hips. Beautiful. Take your hands to your thighs. You can press your inner thighs out as you sink your hips down. That should feel good. A little bit of rest. And then as you exhale, bring your left shoulder towards your right inner thigh. Extending through the left inner thigh. Inhale to center. Exhale, right to left. Inhale, center. Exhale, round two. Inhale, center. Exhale, right to left. Inhale, center. Keep the hips low. Goal post, post arms. Elbows in, chest up. Lengthen your tailbone down. Extend through your inner thighs for five. Soften your face. Relax your jaw. Four, three, two, one. Straighten your legs. Release your arms. Heel toe your feet back together. Okay, so we're not going to take that uh, bend with the knees for our first one, so you'll have a little relief there. Our first posture is going to be triangle pose. So have a block at the right side of your mat as you step to the center of your mat. So as many of you know, when I, when I teach triangle, generally I do not have you reach over the front leg. So please avoid your tendency to do that. I know it's a common instruction. And it's not an incorrect instruction, it's just not the way I'm teaching the posture. Feet together, hands together in front of your heart. Exhale, pop your step, your feet wide apart. Take your arms to the height of your shoulders. Good, good. And Kristen, just turn your toes more forward. Beautiful. Okay, uh, Catherine, if you can, take a wider stance. You could go almost a foot wider if it's okay for your feet. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like I remember you saying something before, and I didn't want to go against your personal intelligence. Okay. Um, Kristen, wider. Kristen, Kristen's back here. <laughs> oh, you're also Kristen. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, further back, Kristen, wider. Turn your right toes out. Situate that block at the outside of your shin, not your ankle, but your shin. Then come back to center. Square your hips and chest forward. Lift into your kneecaps strongly. Broaden across your collarbones. With this, exhale. Right hand straight down to the block. Shoulders stacked. One on top of the other. If you cannot stack your left shoulder directly on top of your right, then bring your block to a higher height. 
wrap your right ribs towards my wall as you spin your left outer ribs towards the wall behind you. Excellent. Ground through the base of your right big toe. Lift into your right kneecap and pull your right hip away from your right armpit. Keep the right side of your body as long as the left side of your body. Beautiful. You guys look so great. I don't even know what to say. Lengthen down through your legs. Expand across your chest. Keep your head in line with your spine. So if your head is drooping down towards the floor in order for you to look up, then just look forward or look down. Try to, resi- try to eliminate the strain in your neck. Where can you cease to, stuff, to suffer here? Wide your left hip towards the wall behind you. Tuck your tailbone forward. Open up once more. And then pull up through your left arm. Return to center. Beautiful. Turn your right toes forward. Turn your left toes out and bring the block to the outside of your left shin. Okay. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Broaden across your collarbones. Lift into your kneecaps. And exhale to bring your left hand straight down to the block or to the floor. Eventually, the block is no longer aiding your posture. So if you found a very easeful position to be in, maybe start to test that boundary. Bring the block to a lower setting or remove the block completely, bringing fingertips and maybe eventually palm all the way to the floor. Good. Ground through your left big toe, the base of your left big toe. Lift into your kneecap. Pull your left hip away from your left armpit. Good. Continue to breathe. Expand across your chest. Maybe a little And then ground through your right foot, pull up through your right arm, return to center. Turn your left toes forward, hands together in front of your heart, exhale and hop or step your feet back together. Man, you guys look awesome. I hope that felt as good as it looked. Okay, so our next pose is side angle. We'll do this in a series of steps. Okay, so watch me. Um, I also like to teach this a little differently than you might otherwise encounter. Okay. So we're going to start in a warrior two type shape, bending the front knee at a 90 degree angle, keeping the hips at an equal height. So you can just watch me on this first one. Sweep my arms up. And then from here, I'm going to bring my hands straight down to the floor or to a block at the outside of my front ankle. So with the arm here, I have the benefit of widening my knee, widening my leg into my arm as I pull my tailbone forward. So the same effect of the front leg as in goddess pose, the extension through the inner thigh, the contraction through the outer hip as the tailbone comes forward, the back hip wraps back. So first stack the shoulders. So if the shoulders cannot stack, then bring your block to a higher height so you can bring those bottom ribs forward. And then arm forward, pinky finger to the floor, 
sweep the arm over my ear to open up. Okay, so let's do that together. Feet together at the center of your mat. And gracefully hop or step, your feet wide apart. Same wide stance as triangle. Turn your right toes out. Bring that block to the outside of your right ankle. Any height to start, you can always adjust. Hands to hips. Square your hips and chest forward. Look at your right knee as you bend your right knee in the direction of your right toes, making sure to see your knee, big toe inside seam of your knee. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. And exhale. Bring that right hand either to the floor or to the block the outside of your ankle. Keep your hips low. Knee bent at a 90 degree angle. Widen your leg into your arm as you wrap your right ribs forward. Spin your left ribs back. Stack your shoulders. Fantastic. Take your, right, your left arm towards my wall. Turn the outside edge of your pinky finger towards the floor. Keep your palm oriented in that way as you sweep your left arm over your left ear. Continue to tuck your tailbone forward as you wind your right leg into your right arm. Wrap the flesh of your left hip towards the wall behind you. Ground through the outside edge of your left foot. Reach through your fingertips. Lengthen along your left side. Beautiful. Linda, you can't bend that front knee for this one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Kristen, bottom ribs forward up. Look up beyond your tricep muscles. Okay, beautiful. Left arm to the sky. Inhale, pull yourself back to center. Right toes forward, left toes out. Block to the outside of your left ankle. I'd be messing with you guys, but you don't need messing. So you're doing a great job. Hands on the hips. Look at your left knee. Bend your left knee deeply. Widen through your left inner thigh. Square your hips forward. Good. Left shoulder a little bit forward. Good. Sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. And exhale. Hands straight to block or eventually to the floor, just as I said on the first side, on the triangle. The blocks are helpful until they aren't helpful, until they make the pose too easy. You're not actually going to your boundary. So maybe block goes to a lower setting, maybe fingertips come to the floor. Wind your left knee into your left arm as you tuck your tailbone forward. Push your right thigh towards the back wall. Stack your shoulders. <clears throat> Left, right arm towards my wall. Pinky finger towards the floor. Sweep your arm over your ear. As your arm goes back, your left ribs draw forward. Your left arm winds into your left. Your left leg winds into your left arm. Good. If you're touching the wall, use the wall. Reach your fingertips into the wall. Extend. Lisa, keep tucking tailbone forward, widening your left knee into your left arm. Good. Vivan, go deeper into that front knee. Breathe. And then top arm to the sky. Press down through your right foot. Pull up through your right arm. Return to center. Turn your left toes forward. Bring your hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outside edges of your mouth. We are done standing. Exhale, hop or step your feet back together. Arms at your sides. Fantastic. Okay. And... We are on the floor. Put down, facing the center of the room. Need my little microphone. Okay. We're going to just do a little bit more back bending before we get into some seated postures. Take your feet in front of you, hip width distance apart. Look to the sky, reach to the sky. 
And then begin to articulate your back body down, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, pulling your belly button in towards your spine, slowly lower back. Maybe you'll roll down at some point. It's okay, keep, it's okay. keep lowering with control before shoulders and head are on the mat, arms at your sides. Okay, pull your heels in towards your hips, feet parallel. And since we have all these blocks out, if you have a block available, place a block between your thighs at its lowest setting. So just helping you to keep that hip width distance of your knees. So by squeezing the block gently, keeping your knees hip width distance, arms at your sides. Lengthen through your tailbone so you feel the sides of your waistline pull towards the floor. And now push through your feet to lift your hips up off of the floor. Keep that gentle squeeze of the block. You can even think about turning your inner thighs down as your outer hips lift. Interlace your fingers behind your back. And then one at a time, tuck your shoulder blades strongly onto the back of your chest, lifting your spine off of the floor, Rest, or grounding with your feet, the back of your shoulders, the backs of your arms, the back of your head. Lengthen through the back of your neck as you tilt your chin towards your chest as you pour your heart towards your chin. Feet ground, inner feet especially as outer hips lift, inner thighs moving down, tailbone lengthening away from your head. Look at your chest. Is one side of your chest higher or bigger than the other. If so, try to bring more space to that lower, uh, smaller side. And then let it go. Untuck your shoulders, unlace your fingers, ground your hips, broaden through your upper back. And you can remove the block if you'd like to allow your knees to fall together momentarily, widening your feet apart. That was bridge pose, Setu Bandha Sarvangasana. So we'll do another just like that. And then I'll give you some options for um, your next back bends. So just starting out slow, opening up the front side of the body, compacting or um, not compacting, but uh, contracting along the back body. Okay, again. If you'd like, you can continue to use the block between your thighs, giving you more awareness of your inner thighs. Arms at your sides, feet parallel as you press your feet down, lift your hips up. As you lengthen through your tailbone, keep your knees where they are, thinking about moving your inner thighs down. Interlace your fingers, tuck your shoulder blades one at a time until your whole upper spine arcs away from the floor. Ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through the back of your neck, roll your heart towards your chin, tuck your chin towards your chest, and notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling, incongruences between the two sides of your body. And as you notice these incongruencies, if they exist, don't notice them as being wrong, but notice them as an opportunity to seek more balance in our bodies. We're not here to find out what's wrong with us. We're here to find new ways of movement, new ways to find more balance, more wellness. And then release your hips, 
untuck your shoulders, find your way back to your back. Can again remove the block if you'd like to walk your feet apart, allow your knees to fall together. And I know many of you were here with me through, uh, throughout our back bending summer series, our, our upward facing bow pose. Uh, so if you'd like, you can do that. I'll just demo real quickly. So uh, roll to one side and press your way up to seated. Um, if you'd like, we'll do one more back bend. You can either take um, wheel pose with blocks set up at an angle at the wall. I'll just do a quick demo of this. By uh, first heels coming to hips, head coming up, elbows pulling in, rolling towards the bridge of the nose, walking the feet in closer before pushing up into upward facing bow with straight arms, chest moving towards the wall. Okay, so either that or the second posture I'll instruct will just be a bound version of bridge pose. So you can either tuck the hands underneath the heels, palms to face up, and again here you could use the block between your thighs, or you could grab the outsides of your ankles, tuck your tailbone, tuck your shoulders, Lift your hips up, just coming to a deeper version of wheel of uh, bow, uh, bridge pose. Okay, so pick one of those or do bridge as we've already done. So you can have your blocks at the wall, practice your upward bow pose, or you can experiment with bound bridge pose. So either hands on the blocks and press your way into your halfway position. Elbow shoulder width distance, roll towards the bridge of your nose, lift through your outer hips, possibly walking your feet in closer before pressing up, or tuck your hands underneath your heels or grab the outer ankles as you prepare for the uh, bound bridge pose. So whatever you're coming into, please work your way into it now. Good, really nice, Katie, good. Lisa, good, good choices. Yvonne, turn your toes, not your heels, in a little bit. Good. Lengthen through your tailbone, lift through your outer hips, ground through your inner feet, no matter who you are. Adam, very good. Uh, Jason and Adam, both keep working your chest towards the wall. Beautiful. Catherine, maybe working towards straight legs eventually. Keep pushing your hands down to straighten your arms. Good. And then tuck your chin to your chest as you're ready. Everyone, come down, arms at your sides. Feel the effects of your back bending practice. These are intended to be very energizing postures. Sometimes after a big uh, practice of back bending, it's even hard to get your eyelids to shut for savasana. So you might be experiencing that kind of, um, kind of uh, <laughs> wide awake energy now. Lift your knees, just your feet, just off the floor so you can grab hold of your knees. And then just press your knees into your hands to neutralize your lower spine. Feel your lower back lengthen and ground into the floor. And then release your feet back down to the earth. Have a block handy again. And uh, have your block first in your left hand. Cross your right leg high up over your left leg. 
And if, you, if it's available, if uh, it feels comfortable, wrap your right foot behind your left ankle. And then shift your hips an inch or two to the right before releasing your knees to the left. And you can use that block to prop your knees up onto. So as your legs release, the weight of your legs is supported by that block. It can be at you know, any height that it needs to be. Chest is open. You can uh, get the right shoulder more grounded by pressing the left elbow down, lifting the left shoulder up to rotate your right shoulder back towards the floor. Left hand might reside on the right thigh. Right arm might extend out to the right. Gentle, soft uh, twist to the abdomen. Legs are released. So this may bring some intensity, but for the most part, you can relax here. Just once you get into the shape, just be in the shape. Always an opportunity as we slow down to return to the constant companion of your breath. Befriend your breath. If you'd like, you can turn your head very gently from side to side. It's nice, especially with this um, squishy, this foam floor beneath us. You can get some sensation along the back of the skull, probably an area that uh, doesn't get too much stimulation regularly. You might even close your eyes here. And then bring your knees slowly back to center, uncross your legs. Hand the block to your right hand, re-square your hips. Resquare your chest, cross your left leg over your right, and possibly tuck your uh, left ankle, be right, left foot behind your right. And then before releasing these to the right, you might shift your hips just an inch or two to the left, and then releasing these to the right, placing a block there for support. If a block is too high, you can use a fist and then press your um, one shoulder down to lift the other, to ground the other shoulder more deeply. And if you'd like, again, the gentle, slow rotation of your head back and forth. Soft belly, open heart. you're ready, knees come back to center, uncross your legs, re-square your hips, draw your knees in towards your chest, and then take hold of the outside edges of your feet, orienting the soles of your feet to the sky, shins perpendicular to the floor, draw your right knee down, and then your left, moving from side to side in happy baby pose, and you can kind of tilt your pelvis forward and back, get your lower back more flat against the floor, and then maybe a little more rounded, just feeling different pressure points along the low back. 
Release your feet to the floor. Roll to one side. Press your way up to seated. Okay. If you'd like here, sit on the edge of some padding to get that lift and length through your lower spine by sitting on the edge of a blanket, two blankets, several blankets. You can uh, tip the front side of your pelvis forward in order to get more lift out of your lower spine. Keep that lower back perpendicular to the floor as we first come into our uh, fire logs pose, Agni Stambhasana. So start with the, the left shin perpendicular to the floor, flex your left foot. So shin kind of parallel to the top of your mat, parallel to your pelvis, and then stack your right shin on top. Many different ways you might prop this pose if you'd like. You can find some padding between your ankle and your right knee. Uh, even if there's space there, I don't find that padding is particularly uh, useful for me, but it's a personal, personal choice here. Okay, keeping your sits bones grounded, bring your, feet to, your hands to the soles of your feet. Active feet, straight ankles. Press your feet into your hands as your hands create resistance. Lean forward a little bit until you start to feel your sits bones broaden, femur bones widening apart, trying to get a wide base in your seat as you activate the legs. Keep that active, active activity in your legs, feet flexed, ankles straight, come back to center, and either choose to hold this pose in an upright position or keeping the spine long, you might start to walk the hands forward, lengthen the chest forward while keeping the sits bones grounded. So as I um, advise with many postures, move into this posture slowly and gradually. We don't want to uh, speed by or buzz past our uh, boundaries without recognizing them. So use your breath to feel for your boundaries in the posture. If you are already so deep into the pose that your breath is cut off, then move back a little bit. Reapproach the pose. You want to be in a shape that allows for a little bit of space, allows for the mind allows for the breath in the body. You don't want to create a shape that closes the breath, that closes the mind out. So I often say you don't want to be in a shape where your mind needs to flee your body just to tolerate it. Be present with the experience of the shape. Be present with sensation. might like to close your eyes as your gaze turns in. I often like to think about how I might describe the sensation of a posture. Can I pinpoint sensation? If, even if I don't know the names of the uh, specific muscles that are being awakened here, doesn't mean I don't feel them, doesn't mean I don't know where they are.
Try to keep your face soft, jaw relaxed, as you continually invite your mind back to the moment, back to the experience at hand. If the, if the posture has become too sharp or too dull, you can make movement here. You can go deeper, you can back off. Observe a few more breaths in this shape. Really notice the contrast of your experience when inhaling and when exhaling. What opportunities do you have with each inhale? What is offered by an exhale? I really like to think about exhales as an opportunity to surrender, soften. And really, the softening, the surrender, is what brings you deeper into the shape. Walk your hands back towards your hips, and from here we're going to take a twist. So pull your left heel towards your right outer hip, right foot to the floor at the outside of your left knee corner. Adjust your padding as necessary. Bring your right hand behind your right hip. Either hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh, or if that's too deep a twist, you can wrap your left elbow around your right knee or shin. And then keeping your spine long, chest lifted, head over heart, heart over hips, begin to revolve from left to right, from bottom to top. Eventually leading the gaze over the right shoulder as the right shoulder blade flattens onto the back of your chest. All our bones are broad. And this is just a brief twist. Inhale back to center. Small counter twist. And then we'll do our fire logs pose on the second side. Setting up with your right shin first. And then left shin on top. Flex your feet. Straighten your ankles. Widen feet into hands. Press resistance into your feet with your hands. Gently folding forward, sits bones remaining grounded, broadening the seat on the earth. Keeping the activation of your legs, that broad, sits bony seat. Lift back through center, lengthen your spine, and with a long spine, perhaps, if it feels appropriate, start to walk your upper body forward. So, uh, not rounding the spine at first, keeping the chest lengthening forward, lower spine long. And again, breathe with each, um, with each inch you move forward, keeping the feet active, ankles straight, sits bones grounded, face soft, mind active in the experience.
and especially towards the end of class, the tendency for the mind to wander, thinking about the next thing. So you are here for 90 minutes, you are invited, you are welcomed to stay for 90 minutes. Probably not going to solve any big problems right now. So just let it go. Let all of those things greet you at the door as you leave the studio. For now, stay. Find refuge in your breath. Notice what is presented to you in the poses if you are willing to look. If you take the effort to explore. Always on the second side, there's this opportunity to compare and contrast. Pinpointing the exact areas of sensation, the exact nature of sensation. And saying this is a totally different experience from the first side. And recognizing that that's a very common experience that we hold things in our bodies differently from one side to the next. When I first started yoga, I was thinking of this idea of complete balance, uh, exact congruency between the two sides of my body. And the older I've gotten, the more I realize that that's just not not going to happen. There's ways that we use our bodies in, the, in everyday situations where we're always going to favor one side, and that's going to build over time. We're just getting the opportunity in our practice to recognize those things and, you know, hope for, seek out more balance. There's never that moment, there's never, there might be moments where you get closer to balance, but it's always going to be oscillating. Move any deeper into the posture for your last few breaths here. Again, really thinking about the experience of an inhale, the opportunities of an exhale. And as you're ready, walk your hands back up. Pull your right heel towards your left hip. Press your left foot into the floor at the outside of your right knee corner. Ground your hips. Bring your left hand behind your hip for support, lifting, propping your chest up, either wrapping your right arm or hooking your right elbow to the outside of your left thigh, depending on how deep you want to go into this brief twist today. Shifting right to left, bottom to top, keeping Collarbones broad, left shoulder onto the back, eventually keeping chin parallel to the floor, looking beyond your right shoulder. The back wall, 
to the right side wall, to the front of the room. Inhale back through centers, brief counter twist, and then find your way onto your back. Maybe briefly pulling your knees in towards your chest before extending your legs out long. Arms at your sides, shoulders tucked onto the back of your chest. Feet are released, thighs deflate, pelvis is heavy. Belly is soft. Neck is long, face is relaxed, eyes are closed. Forehead is broad, cheeks are slack. Edges of the mouth soft. Allow the weight of this body to release into the support of the earth. Soften the edges of this body. Soften the idea of what separates you from the world around you. body becomes still, becomes relaxed. Can you stay? Continue to observe this body in stillness.
Bring movement back to your fingers and toes. You might like to rock your arms, your legs, and the back of your head gently from side to side. Return to your breath, taking a deep breath in through your nostrils. And if you'd like, audibly sigh. Bend your knees one at a time. Extend your right arm along your right ear before rolling onto your right side and melting your chest towards the floor. Using this time in transition out of your practice to reflect upon your efforts today. Always the challenge of getting to class. And then once arriving here, the continued challenge of staying present. Deepening and strengthening the dialogue between mind and body. Using these shapes to explore and enrich this gift of embodiment. So thank yourself for your efforts. Surround your mat, your practice with gratitude. Making it more appealing, easier to return to again and again. Keeping your eyes closed, press your way back to a comfortable seated position. Growing tall through your spine once more as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with a single sound of Om as you're ready. Exhale and inhale for Om. Thank you all for joining me in the studio this morning. Thank you all for your hard work and patience. The light in me honors the light in each of you. Namaste.